Someone who is reaching retirement age today, but who didn't start saving until the age of 40, is probably following advice from the mid-1990s, around the time that floppy disks were being phased out. A lot has changed since then, and today we'll help weed out the old-fashioned tips that have not stood the test of time. Welcome in to Retirement Room. Retirement Rue Radio, we are on the air in the New Orleans market. I'm Morgan Patrick, consumer advocate. Your hosts are Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon of Simon & Simon Financial. 88 combined years experience between these three. It's a family affair and helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries, and again, we talk retirement topics each and every week, from estate and legacy planning to safe money strategies, Social Security planning, tax planning, Medicare planning. I mean, so much goes into your retirement, and we talk about it all week to week on the show, Retirement Rue. Now, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation, so stay tuned for that. You don't want to miss it, and you can see kind of where you are in your retirement planning process. And if you need to get started, be a good idea to get on the calendar. If you've already started, maybe you want a second opinion, one of those spots could be for you as well. So retirement advice rarely, rarely ages well. And on today's show, we want to start off by busting up some of those most outdated pieces of advice, and some of them are still being used today. So we're going to get into it. Grant, you're going to join us for this portion of the program. And the first one up, and again, uh, we want to bust up some of these outdated advice tips. Allocate stocks and bonds in a 60-40 split. Yeah, that's right, Morgan. So this is something that for generations, you know, the magic percentage for retirement proofing a portfolio was always put 60% of your assets in stocks and 40% of your assets in bonds. And that was a way for you to have a good portion of your money growing, but also having some of your money, 40% of it, in something safe like bonds. The problem that we face today for retirees is the fact that we are essentially at the lowest interest rate environment that our country's ever seen. In fact, July of 2020, the 10-year Treasury yield was at 0.39. And what that really means is, is that interest rates have gone down so much, they almost went to zero, almost hit negative interest rates like they were in Germany and other places. And when interest rates go down, the value you can sell a bond for goes up. Conversely, when interest rates go up, the value you can sell a bond for goes down. They're inversely related. So what you have is a situation where if you put your money in that traditional model is what we call it, the 60-40 stock to bond portfolio, and interest rates continue to go up because we have inflation, the way the Fed fights inflation is by raising interest rates, you're going to have not only your bonds go down in value, but because the market has gotten so addicted to all of this cheap money that's been pumped into the system since 2008, 2009, you're going to have your stocks going down as well. So you're going to have 40% of your portfolio losing when interest rates are rising because they're in bonds. And then when interest rates go up, the market's going to get freaked out and stocks will go down in value. Folks, it's all about retirement each and every week here on Retirement Rue. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial, just a wealth of knowledge between these three. Again, Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And always fun to get into these topics. And so much is changing on a daily basis with retirement. If you're not working with someone, 
someone on a plan, your current plan, and checking in with that person, uh, your advisor, your professional, your fiduciary. Uh, you're behind the eight ball, folks. I mean, this is retirement. Th these are your golden years that you are planning for. So if you've got any questions, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. And again, that's no cost or obligation. We're going to open up the phones here in just a little bit. But we're discussing outdated retirement advice that some people may still be following. Uh, of course, that first one, that 60-40 split when it comes uh, to your stocks and your bonds. And how about this one? Avoiding debt at all costs in retirement and rent to avoid a mortgage. Yeah, you know, we hear this a lot. Uh, there are a number of people on the radio that you'll hear say, you know, sell your firstborn to make sure you get out of debt as soon as possible. And while nobody wants to go into retirement with having a lot of debt, there are some debts that are okay to have. The credit card debt obviously is not one that you want. 25% interest rates, that's a terrible debt to have. But when interest rates are essentially the lowest that they've ever been, I saw a 30-year uh, mortgage the other day for around 2.95%, 2.875% a couple weeks ago. When you're having these types of low interest rates, it is okay to have some good debt. A mortgage on a home, when you have interest rates this low, increases the overall liquidity that people have. You know, everybody is struggling to send extra money every month to pay off their mortgage right before they get to retirement. And the reality is, is instead of sending that extra $500 or $1,000 a month to the mortgage company, where you're taking an income producing asset, which is your capital, your cash, your investable dollars and turning it into a non-income producing asset, which is your home, you would be better served to take that $500 or $1,000 and increase what you're putting in your 401k or IRA or whatever investment plans that you have. Because if your money's making 8 to 12% a year and the bank is charging you less than 3 you are going to be much better off over time doing that. Retirement Rue Radio. It's all about retirement. And folks, we talk about it each and every week here on the show with Simon and Simon Financial. And again, the power behind the show, Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. Discussing the outdated retirement advice that you may still be following, and you may need to pivot, you may need to adjust if you're, you're doing some of these things. And here's the next one, concentrating only on dividend stocks. Yeah, I think this is also a big one. You know, retirees have always flocked to dividend stocks for generations, and that was for good reason. You know, typically, dividend-paying stocks are very established companies. You think of companies like Exxon, the big oil companies. Uh, big financial institutions usually pay good dividends, Bank of America, companies like this. Um, and that allowed retirees to have income coming in on their investments without having to sell shares. But today, you know, there are tons of companies out there that don't necessarily pay a dividend, but are in a growth mode and they are growing by leaps and bounds. So you can have, you know, there's a very big market, very big stock market out there. You can have some of your money in dividend stocks, but it's not necessarily the only way to achieve income. And when you have situations like what we have with COVID, oil is a very good example. You know, oil went to negative almost, essentially a barrel of oil went below zero on the options market. You had a lot of companies that were either cutting their dividends or uh, the stock value of those dividend-paying companies went down by 35 40%. So 
if you're never touching the principal, it can be a good way to go. But if you lose 30 or 40% and you need access to more than just the dividends, that can put you in a real bind if the stock value falls. So there are other options out there to provide income for retirees that don't carry the same amount of risk that certain dividend stocks do. Retirement Root Radio, we talk retirement each and every week, and we're powered by Simon & Simon Financial. And again, Grant Simon spending some time with us in this portion of the program. We're discussing, you know, the uh, outdated retirement advice that you may still be following. We've talked about, you know, allocating stocks and bonds at a 60-40 split, avoiding debt at all costs in retirement, uh, and rent to avoid a mortgage. And these, these are bits of advice that we've had over the years, but they're outdated now. And then concentrate only on dividend stocks, also outdated. What about this one? Simplify retirement investing with target date funds. Yeah, this is an absolutely huge area that we see every day. Uh, people that have money in their 401ks, target, target date funds became very popular about 10 or 15 years ago. And it's basically a set it and forget it type situation. You pick the date that you're expecting to retire. And as the date approaches, the fund will automatically move more money away from stocks towards bonds. But the problem is, is that that happens regardless of what's happening in the marketplace. If interest rates are rising and bonds are going down in value, as you get closer to that date, the fund is automatically going to start putting you more and more into bonds, even though they continue to fall in value. So we definitely tell people that come and sit down with us that have 401ks, you can create the same type of allocation that a target date fund does. But do it in a way where you're picking the absolute best stock options, the best bond options. And then if things change in the marketplace, you can make changes based on what's happening, not just because it's one year past and you're getting one year closer to retirement. You want to make changes to your investments based on the marketplace, not just because you're one year older. We have been discussing just the outdated retirement advice that is still out there, and a lot of people are still following it. So if you've got questions now, the opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. I know we've got just a few spots, five right now that we're going to open up. Uh, and I guess I ask you, Grant, what's going to happen for these five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you are in need of a full-blown financial plan. Now, we've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who has at least $200,000 saved for retirement. And what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We will also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We will even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Folks, are, are you following outdated retirement advice? You need to start asking questions now, especially if you are, and these are no cost, no obligation. If you got at least 200000 saved towards your retirement the goal of the show, help you make the best decision. Here's the number again. We've got five spots available. They will go fast. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, to help educate, to enlighten, call the number now. Grab one of these five spots. No cost or obligation. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. 
We're closing in on 2022, and if you're closing in on retirement, stick around. On today's show, we'll outline how retirement will be different in 2022. Retirement Route Radio on the air in the New Orleans market. We have the Simons of Simon and Simon Financial. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, Father Gerald Simon. 88 combined years of experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their golden years, their retirement. They are fiduciaries, and we talk retirement each and every week from estate and legacy planning to safe money strategies, Social Security and tax planning, Medicare planning. A lot goes into your retirement puzzle. Make sure you have all the pieces and make sure all the pieces fit snugly together to create that picture picture, which is your retirement. So, Chad, we bring you in. We're going to talk about this. For retirees and those who are getting very close to retiring, big changes are coming on the horizon in 2022. Just saying 2022 out loud, it's kind of bizarre because it just seemed like, really? <laughs> 2022? Like way in the future. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it's way yeah. out there. No, no, it's, it's coming and it's right That's around right. the corner. So, we're going to outline how retirement's going to be different in 2022. And the first one up, Social Security checks, they're going to get bigger, a lot bigger, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, you're exactly right, Morgan. You know, so next year, Social Security recipients will enjoy the biggest increase to their benefits since 1983, the largest one-year uh, increase in COLA or cost of living uh, adjustment uh, since 1983, almost 40 years. And it's going to be a 5.9% single-year uh, bump. Uh, it's going to be a 5.9% increase in your uh, monthly benefit, um, and it's obviously in a reaction to the rapidly uh, rapidly rising cost of necess necessities like fuel, food, health care, and shelter. Obviously, we're all dealing with inflation uh, when it comes to rising costs of practic everything, practically everything we buy now, so it is going to be much needed help for most people. So according to the Social Security Administration, the average retiree will enjoy an enhancement of about $92 from an average of 1565 to 1657 per month. Um, Social administration is also increasing the maximum monthly payout from $3,148 per month in 2021 to $3,345 in 2022. So when we say the maximum monthly payout, this is the maximum benefit you could be eligible for if you've paid in uh, the most over the years. It's not, you know, so when Donald Trump doesn't get you know, 30000 a month in Social Security. It is capped even for high-income earners over many years. So the, that max is now going to be thirty three forty five and 22 So again, we're increasing these amounts. Um, and that's an extra $197 per month for the highest income earners. But don't worry, you know, Social Security isn't just giving away uh, the farm, so to speak, to people who don't need it or need it the least. The wealthiest retirees have to meet certain uh, strict criteria to be eligible for the maximum payout, which is a difference, including having worked for at least 35 years until full retirement age and having hit our past the maximum taxable earnings for all 35 of those years. I mean, folks, I mean, think about this. I mean, 2022, it's right there. It is. It's coming up on us pretty quick. And there are going to be some changes. The Social Security checks, again, they're getting a little bit bigger. They get the bump, the 5.9% biggest since 1983. That's something to be aware of. Uh, inflation is huge. Uh, I mean, Chad, you mentioned it. You go to the store, you go to the gas station, you see the difference. Yeah. And, and literally, it's week to week. I mean, the prices are going up. So that 5.9% bump is going to need, be needed uh, for people that really are depending on Social Security as a big part of what they're doing in their retirement. This next one, though, this is another big change, the rich are going to pay more into the system. Yeah, that's exactly right, Morgan. So in 2021, any income over 142800 
was actually exempt from the payroll taxes that actually fund Social Security. In 2022, the maximum amount of the taxable income will increase by 4,200 to an even 147,000. So only about 6% of workers will actually hit that limit and they'll kick in about $520 more into the system next year than they did this year. Again, this is for maximum earners. Folks, we talk retirement each and every week here on Retirement Rue in the New Orleans market. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Chad Simon, Grant Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the founder of Simon & Simon Financial. And you're going to have questions about what's going on with your retirement. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. That is coming up as soon as we get through some of these amazing changes. They're going to be uh, pretty much there for you in 2022. And now this one, Chad, the the full retirement age, it's on the rise. We talk about it quite often because it's going to move, but full retirement age is going to bump up. Yeah, you know, that's exactly right. A lot of people often kind of getting back, uh, going back a little bit, a lot of people ask us, you know, why should I not take Social Security as early as possible? Because, you know, I don't trust the the government or the politics, and I I think the government's going to run out of money or it's not going to be there when I get old enough or there's going to be some reason. There are very good reasons to not trust the government, uh, especially with everything going on right now at times. But um, you, something you shouldn't worry about is whether or not your Social Security is going to be there. And the biggest way they ensure that the fund is viable is by doing the things like increasing the, the tax uh, income threshold uh, that uh, pay the, for the people that pay into Social Security. Um, and another way they do it is they increase the full retirement age or the age in which you're eligible for 100% of your um, benefit. So Grant and I always joke where, you know, Grant will be where uh, sub 40, let's say. <laughs> um, so we always joke, you know, we'll be in our 90s before we get Social Security. But again, one of the way they make the, the program viable is they keep kicking back the age um, that for retirement uh, happens or the, the age in which you're eligible for your full retirement benefit. So, um, you know, we're seeing this more and more uh, every year. Um, and so in the entire history of Social Security, the full retirement age of the age, again, you have to reach before you collect full benefits has been raised 11 times. And in 2022, it'll be uh, an even dozen as the full retirement age ticks up uh, once again. So those born in 1959 or earlier, full retirement age is 66 years and 10 months, right? For those born in 1960 or later, it's 67. So if you claim your benefits before your full retirement age, you'll receive reduced payments for the rest of your life. So again, if you're born before 19, if you're born 1959, your full retirement age is 66 and 10 months. 1960 or later, uh, it's it's a full 67 before you can get 100%. So if you're going to take Social Security at your earliest age, which is 62, um, you're not going to get used to be, you would get 75% of your uh, full retirement benefit if you took it at uh, age 62. Now it's right at 70% of your full time benefit. So if you took it at 62, if you're born in 1960 or later, you took it at 62. If you take it at 62, you're only going to get 70% of that full uh, benefit you're eligible for at your full retirement age. So it's something to consider for sure. Talking retirement and big changes coming on the horizon for 2022. You're listening to Retirement Rue Radio with the Simons, Simon & Simon Financial. Going to be an opportunity to get on their calendar, no cost or obligation, talk about your retirement situation, kind of where you are. If you haven't started planning, this would be a good time to do it. If you have and you'd like a second opinion on what's going on in your portfolio, grab one of the slots we're going to open up here for our radio listeners. It is exclusive for our radio listeners. All right, the uh, the big changes for 2022. Here's one uh, that is, I mean, it's just been uh, just a 
an odd time, the last two years. In 2022 is the last year to report coronavirus-related distributions. And this is unprecedented, folks, what we've been going through, but you really need to be aware of these dates. Yeah, so as they say, unprecedented times call for unprecedented actions, and and that's exactly what the government has done. So effectively, what they're referring to is in 2020, when COVID was really in its in its height, the IRS actually allowed qualified individuals to take distributions of up to $100,000 from eligible retirement plans without being hit with a what we call a pre-distribution penalty. So typically, if you have a qualified plan, an IRA or a 401k, and you take it out before age 59 and a half, um, you're going to pay a 10% pre-distribution penalty in addition to the taxes on that money. So they, they waive that uh, for certain qualified individuals. Um, for the ability to take out up to $100,000 from certain eligible retirement plans. So again, they had the choice of reporting those distributions as income in one lump sum in the year they received the funds, or they could spread it out evenly over three years ending in 2022. So what we're talking about here is this is the last year um, because you can choose to spread out those, the taxes on that distribution that you took in 2020 because of COVID, you can spread the taxes out over three years. So 2022 obviously will be the last year that you can um, account for those distributions um, tax for tax purposes. All right. We're talking about changes for 2022 when it comes to retirees and retirement plans. And this is a maybe, but you may or may not be able to contribute more to your retirement fund. Yeah, this is interesting. So, you know, the IRS might actually increase the, the maximum contribution limits on the most common types of retirement accounts. Uh, the jury's still out on this one. We should get a final answer, final word sometime in November. So again, we're, it's, um, we're right around that time. It should be coming out pretty soon. Um, so as of now, the IRA Roth IRA contribution max is $6,000 if you're under the age of 50. It's $7,000 if you're over the age of 50. So if you're over 50, you can do $6,000 plus $1,000 catch-up contribution. Uh, and you can do that every year. Um, you have to have earned income. That is a, that's one prerequisite if you want to contribute to a Roth or an IRA. Either you or your spouse have to have earned income. If, you're, if you work and your spouse doesn't, your income can count for your spouse. I don't know. I don't think a lot of people know that. So if you work and your and your spouse doesn't, you both can make a contribution for that year up to the max of six thousand or seven thousand, depending if you're over age fifty. Uh, and the four hundred one k max contribution uh, is nineteen thousand five hundred, and over the age of fifty, twenty six thousand per year. Again, these things can change. Uh, we'll get some uh, final word in November, but that's what they are as of right now. Okay, folks, now's the opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial. Uh, Chad, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen others charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give this to you at no cost or obligation. If you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement, what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning by mapping out where you are now. We'll also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques, which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Call now, get one of these five spots, and you will get some education, some enlightenment, and you'll feel better about where you currently sit in your retirement just with that discussion. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. There are many kinds of risks when it comes to retirement planning, from longevity risk to healthcare cost risk. 
We'll break them down and highlight how to potentially avoid them right after this. Retirement Rue on the air. We talk retirement each and every week. Simon and Simon Financial, the power behind the program. Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon. 88 combined years experience helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. They are fiduciaries. And again, retirement topics each and every week. And they range from estate and legacy planning to safe money strategies, Medicare planning, tax planning, Social Security planning, folks. There's a lot that goes into your retirement, and we talk about so many different topics. You're going to get a lot of questions in your mind. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. That is coming up, so listen up for that opportunity. All right, so we all know that the older we get, the lower the risk we should be taking in our retirement portfolios, right? Well, let's take a look at some of the most common, the common ones, and figure out if it's a risk we should take or not. The first one, right out of the box, longevity risk, Grant. That's right. So longevity risk is the risk entailed by uncertain lifespans. You know, nobody knows when they're going to pass away. Some people say to us, you know, uh, my dad died early, my mom died early, I'm not going to live past 75. And the reality is, is that nobody knows when that's going to happen. So you have to plan in case you live longer than what you're expecting. Uh, We are all living in a time where uh, people are living longer. The medical advancements that are happening are just absolutely mind-bending. So people are living longer, especially couples. The statistics say that if you are uh, in a relationship, you have a, a spouse, you are statistically more likely to live longer, at least one of you. Uh, could live into their middle 90s. So we have to confront that risk and make sure that the way that your portfolio is designed is set up in a way that will allow you to survive that additional uh, longevity risk. We're talking risk. Retirement, there are a lot of them out there, I should say, risks in your retirement. So make sure you're considering these. And, and, and again, longevity risk is the first one, but a, a bigger one is financial risk. Yeah, absolutely. You know, financial risk comes with the territory of investing. Uh, no matter who you are, what you put your money in, eventually, if you have your money in the market at all, there is the potential that you could potentially lose some of your money. There's also interest rate risk. You know, if you have money in bonds and interest rates go up, the value you can sell a bond for goes down. So there's all kinds of different uh, financial risks when it comes with investing your money. So you have to make sure that the way your portfolio is invested is you can protect against those types of risks. Drops in the market, potential uh, interest rate risk where your bond values could go down, or if you have your money in cash or CDs in the bank and you're only making half a percent, that's a risk as well. That's a lost opportunity risk uh, that you have when your money isn't invested properly. Talking risks when it comes to retirement, and these are these risks that we should take or not. Longevity risk is there. Financial risk is there. Sequence of returns risk. Yeah, I think this is probably the biggest one. You know, people really don't have typically 
uh, a great understanding of what risk really means when it comes to investing. Sequence of return risk is the perfect example to show people what risk really means. And risk matters when you are taking income. For somebody that's in their 20s or 30s, you know, if the market fell by 50% next year, they'd get some heartburn. They wouldn't like it, but they'd close their eyes. And 30 years from now, the account would be worth three, four, five times what it is today. But when you take a loss early in retirement, when you are taking income, that causes you to potentially get into a hole you can never climb out of. And that's what the sequence of return risk is really all about. When do the losses occur in relation to when you start taking income? If you have losses on the front end of retirement, the difference between taking losses on the front end versus on the back end can mean the difference of leaving a tremendous amount of money to your heirs or potentially running out of money. We are tag teaming the risk portion of this program. Again, we are talking about you know, and highlighting uh, risks and should you take them, should you avoid them. Uh, and we are tag teaming when I say that because we are going from Grant Simon and now we're bringing on Chad Simon to hit a few more of these. And these are risks that you need to consider, uh, certainly in your retirement. Healthcare cost risk, Chad. Yeah, that's exactly right, Morgan. So, you know, healthcare cost risks really rise because of our inability effectively to predict our susceptibility to any illness, especially serious illness. No one knows, I know Grant mentioned, no one knows obviously when, you're, when we're going to pass away, how long we're going to live. None of us really know when we're going to get sick either. I mean, we may have a chronic condition, um, but you really don't know when when that's going to occur. You know, So this is obviously mitigated for Americans that are over 65 with, with Medicare um, and, and prescription drug plans, uh, Medicare supplement, uh, Medicare Advantage. But you can never eliminate those healthcare risks, so you have to con consider those when you're doing a comprehensive retirement plan, just like any other risk. Well, I mean, it's appropriate too to talk about this next one right after we talk about healthcare cost risk. It's long-term care and that cost and that risk. Yeah, it's exactly right. And you know, long-term care risk cost risks really depend on your longevity, which Grant talked about before. We don't know when, how long we're going to live. We also don't know how long we're going to live, uh, maybe not being able to take care of ourselves. So if you do need long-term care, um, you know, we're, we're living longer and longer these days. Unfortunately, we're not effectively getting much healthier. So we're living longer and longer with chronic conditions, which means for, for many people, we're living longer and longer with some sort of assistance, whether it's long-term care, skilled nursing facility. So again, just like, uh, you know, no one knows when they're going to pass away, uh, we're living longer and longer. Uh, we're not live, we're not getting healthier. So we're living longer and longer. Um, for most people, or with for some people at least, um, having needing skilled nursing or some sort of assisted living care. Um, and that could go on for 10, 15, 20 years or longer. And that can be extremely costly depending on the type of care um, you need. So um, that's it's obviously uh, one risk that you have to uh, plan for. And it can be mitigated with certain investment in insurance products as well. You're tuned in to Retirement Rue Radio in the New Orleans market. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial, Chad Simon, Grant Simon, Father Gerald Simon, 88 combined years experience, and again, helping hundreds of clients get ready for their retirement. And again, looking at some of the most common risks out there and figuring out if it's a risk you should take or not. And we've hit longevity risk, financial risk, sequence of returns risk, health care cost risk, long-term care cost risk. And this next one, every two to four years, political risk. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and political risk arise when we rely on Social Security uh, solely or for a significant part of our retirement income. So 
you know, a lot of people are worried about Social Security not being there. What happens if uh, this party gets an office or that party gets an office? Are they going to cut my benefits? Are they going to take from me to give to someone else? Um, you know, Grant and I talk about this a lot. I don't think Social Security, Medicare are going to go away. I think it's a it's a hot button issue. I think neither Republicans or Democrats want to affect the benefits, especially for those within 10 years of getting those benefits or already receiving those benefits. But at the same time, you know, we we don't have you know, the, the endowment is not set up for the next hundred years. We will have to make decisions, changes. We'll have to, like we mentioned earlier, push back uh, full retirement ages, uh, increase the amount that higher income earners pay towards the endowment, all these things. And all that can change uh, with the political climate, um, every, like you said, every two to four years. So political risk is absolutely something you have to account for. All right. Last one for you, Chad. And that's just the unplanned expenditures. It always happens seemingly. Uh, and you have to kind of have that at least in the forefront of your mind as you're doing your retirement planning. Yeah. You know, so this is something we always have to uh, deal with. And this is, you know, something other than your health care needs, long term care needs, uh, something that you can plan for. This may be, you know, a roof or a new car, something regardless of your age, or your health that everyone has to deal with. You just don't know when they're going to happen or how much it's going to set you back. Right. So you have to really account and create a buffer for those unforeseen things. That, you know, the way we do that with our clients is that whatever we take their income needs, we always all usually add, you know, a thousand or two thousand a month or fifteen hundred a month, a, a buffer for those um, non-routine expenditures that will come up. You just don't know when. Folks, it's all about your retirement, and that's what we do each and every week here on Retirement Rue. We also give you, the radio listener, an opportunity uh, to talk about it. No cost or obligation with Simon & Simon Financial. So that being said, Chad, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. So for the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. We've seen other advisors charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give this to you today at no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. What this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We're also running a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you and see if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We'll also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. We'll even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques which can turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. Folks, we're trying uh, our hardest here to talk retirement each and every week and kind of hit on some key issues, some some hot topics that could cause some questions to pop up in what you're doing in your retirement. Now's the opportunity to get on the calendar. If you've got at least 200000 saved towards retirement, this is going to be a no cost, no obligation, and these strategies are going to work best for you. Here's the number. Five spots available, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, courtesy service to help educate and enlighten. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. 800-728-2225. Call now. 800-728-2225. When we come back, it's that time. Questions from listeners, and we've got some good ones today. Radio on the air in the New Orleans market, powered by Simon & Simon Financial, where you can find Grant Simon, Chad Simon, and Father Gerald Simon, the father and founder 
of Simon & Simon Financial. 88 combined years of experience between these three. It is a family affair at Simon & Simon Financial. They are fiduciaries. And again, we talk retirement topics each and every week. And questions are going to pop up. And if you've got questions about what you're doing with your retirement, there's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial. No cost or obligation. Listen up for that. We have five more positions on the upcoming week's calendar, and they will go fast, but it's a radio exclusive for you, the radio listener. First question in Q&A is from Covington. Grant, you're going to handle this one for us, and it's from Margaret. I have an old pension that I'm planning to roll over into a traditional IRA to take advantage of potential returns greater than the 3% that it currently is receiving. Is it possible to convert some of that Roth IRA and then take money out of it if I need it? Yeah, that's a really great question, Margaret. Thank you for it. Um, the answer to your question is yes, you can convert some of that money when it rolls over to the traditional IRA into a Roth IRA. Uh, you would owe taxes on the portion that you convert from the traditional IRA to the Roth IRA. And then when it comes to taking money out, uh, you can always take out the uh, original principal amount from a Roth, but there are some requirements to be able to take out the interest. So when you do a Roth conversion, you have a five tax year rule that says for you to be able to take out the interest tax-free, you must have that account open for at least five tax years. Now, that won't be exactly five years because if you converted in December, come January 1, you're into your second tax year. But uh, the requirement is that you can always get the original principal amount from a Roth out, but you cannot take the um, the interest out unless it's been in existence for at least five tax years. Q&A rolling on here on Retirement Rue. We have the Simons of Simon & Simon Financial. Mandeville is the next location for the question for Chad. Chad, handle this one from Randy. Here it is. I've heard that I can invest a health savings account in ETFs. How do I do this? Yeah, you're exactly right, Randy. You can, in fact, uh, invest your health savings account funds in ETFs and, and stocks and other uh, traditional types of investments. But there are, you know, a few things you need to know before investing your HSA funds in, in general. So typically, HSA administrators do require a minimum balance before you can start investing your HSA funds. And, you know, just because you should or just because you can invest your HSA funds doesn't necessarily mean you always should invest those funds. And HSAs were established to allow individuals to pay for their health care related expenses, such as deductibles, out-of-pocket costs, premiums. Uh, and one of the biggest benefits is that the accounts are effectively uh, triple tax-free or will offer a triple tax benefit. Obviously, there's no federal income tax due on contributions. Uh, you won't be taxed on withdrawals if uh, you use those withdrawals for qualified medical expenses. And then all earnings from your investments won't be taxed. Okay, so there's a triple tax benefit. It's an incredible savings tool, um, especially for those uh, uh, unexpected healthcare expenses. Uh, you know, un unfortunately, insurance policies don't cover everything, deductibles. Uh, out-of-pocket expenses so this is what the account's designed for but just like any investment you have to consider before you invest the funds what your goals risk and objectives are um so you understand you know how you should invest in what types of investments you should use um you know that being said some of the investment options available for HSAs absolutely do include mutual funds stocks bonds and yes uh, exchange-traded funds or etfs um so again it's really you want to understand how those funds are going to be used and and by you know putting them in investments that are too aggressive, you want to make sure that money's there when you need it because it's it's designed for a specific purpose. But yes, you absolutely can invest 
those funds uh, if your administrator allows for it, um, which is another reason why you really need to uh, work with your administrator, understand what those um, requirements are before you invest and then what those options are. And that can change um, depending on the administrator that you use for your HSA. Q&A rolling on right here on Retirement Rue and questions lead to even more questions with our radio listeners. There's going to be an opportunity to get on the calendar with Simon and Simon Financial, no cost or obligation, right? So listen up for that opportunity. Uh, Grant, we're going to go to Pamela in Metairie. Here's the question. I'm a physician with my own practice and I have four employees. Right now I have a SEP plan that I'm contributing to, but I've been told that a defined benefit plan would be better. Can you explain to me how these work and whether or not you recommend them for someone like me? Well, that's a great question, Pamela. Uh, So the first thing that you have to understand about defined benefit plans is they are a great option when it comes to saving a lot of money uh, pre-tax. The difficult thing about creating those defined benefit plans is that it's basically set up for you to put money in and that at someday in the future, that plan is going to provide you a set amount of money. Think of your traditional pension plans from the big companies that are now going out, uh, uh, are leaving the marketplace more and more every year. But that's essentially what a defined benefit plan is. It works just like a pension. They can be a great option, but the age difference between the highly compensated employees like yourself, the owner, and your employees can make a tremendous difference on how much you have to put into the plan for your other employees and how much income they're bringing in. So with your SEP, you have to put in up to 20, you can put in up to 25% of covered comp, but whatever you put in for yourself, you have to match that same amount for each employee based on their income. With a defined benefit plan, those numbers can get really out of whack if a lot of your employees are older instead of younger and you are uh, an older employee or if you are a younger employee, a younger, highly compensated employee and you had a lot of older, uh, lower compensated employees, that could cause an issue as well. So uh, they are expensive to maintain many times, but when it comes to being able to put the maximum amount of money away on a pre-tax basis, a defined benefit plan can be an amazing option. Retirement Room Radio question and answer portion of the program, again, powered by Simon & Simon Financial in the New Orleans market. We're going to have an opportunity for you to get on the calendar with Simon & Simon Financial, no cost or obligation. See kind of where you are with your retirement planning process. If you've started with somebody already and you've got some questions about your portfolio, get a second opinion. If you haven't started, well, one of these slots on the calendar could be for you. And again, this is exclusive for radio listeners. Final question question of the program. Grant, you're going to handle this one as well from Madisonville. And Bonnie is there. Here's the question. I'm 57 years old, and I was auto-enrolled in my 401k plan at my new job. At my age, is there anything else I need to be doing? I plan to work for another 10 years. Yeah, that's a great question, Bonnie. So first things first, uh, it's great that you were enrolled in the 401k plan. You absolutely want to contribute to that plan first, especially if that company is offering you a match. Uh, That's free money. It's 100% return day one on whatever money you're putting in that they match. So you obviously want to take advantage of that. Uh, If 
you have maxed out your pre-tax 401k, and this would really depend on the amount of income you have coming in because there are limitations to being able to contribute to a Roth IRA. But if you're under, as a couple, about 202000 of combined income for the year, after you max out your 401k, you can also contribute to a Roth IRA. So that is a, a another way for you to be able to increase the overall amount of savings you are putting into your retirement accounts. And if you meet the requirements for income, then it allows you to get the benefit of making additional savings and contributions into accounts that will allow the investments to grow and all the interest will be tax free 10 years from now when you go to start taking it out for retirement. Q&A in the books with Simon and Simon Financial and Retirement Rue Radio. Uh, Grant, what's going to happen for the next five callers? That's right, Morgan. For the next five callers, we're going to create a one-page financial review that will indicate if you're in need of a full-blown financial plan. And we've seen other advisors charge up to $1,000 or more for similar features or offers, but we're going to give you this review with no cost or obligation if you're one of the next five callers who have at least $200,000 saved for retirement. And what this will consist of is taking the mystery out of financial planning for you by mapping out where you are now. We will also run a fee report to help you untangle what working with your current planner or advisor is costing you. See if by simply protecting your retirement investment, you could experience dramatic growth potential. We will also perform a tax analysis to reveal how you could possibly reduce your taxes. And we will even run a customized income plan utilizing proven strategies and techniques which could turbocharge your retirement income and take the worry out of living in retirement. If you've got at least 200000 saved for retirement, these strategies are going to work best for you. That's your chance to benefit from a personalized retirement income plan. Call right now. Again, limited number, five remaining for this week. Get on the calendar, radio exclusive, 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Again, five spots. They will go fast. 800-728-2225. Get in touch with Retirement Roo and Simon & Simon Financial. Do it now. 800-728-2225. That's 800-728-2225. Insurance advisory services offered through Simon & Simon Financial and Chad Simon. Chad Simon and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal, accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Simon & Simon Financial. By contacting Simon & Simon Financial, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.